Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is also brought to you by the Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association, castlerock-petenwell.com. And by Huntworth Gear, high-tech camel wear at a price you can afford, huntworthgear.com. I'm Dan Small. Today, we'll find out what's happening at DeerFest coming up next weekend at Washington County Fair Park in West Bend. Jim Bobby Ash announces August events and specials at the Range of Richfield, and we'll talk with Jay Shakurit about his big win at last week's Bassmasters Elite event in New York. All that and more coming up on Outdoors Radio, so stay right there. It's time now for Madison Outdoors, and you hear this feature each and every week on WTSO, the Big 1070, at this time and any time on our podcast on Lakelink, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast. Joining us once again is Pat Hasberg. He's the proprietor of DNS Bait Tackle and Fly Shop. His website is dsbait.com, and he posts a weekly fishing report on his Facebook page, DNS Bait and Tackle. Well, Pat, thanks for joining us, and welcome back. Hey, Dan. Always a pleasure to be here. Well, it looks like fishing, based on your report now, uh, looks like fishing action is picking up in the Madison area. It's been a great year, really. Uh, but yes, the perch are concentrating more on the weed line as that becomes more defined, and they're finding good bluegills and good numbers on uh, Lake Monona, but also Mendota has been showing uh, good numbers and good year classes of perch and both bluegill, which uh, bodes well for the future. Yeah, and other fish as well, I understand. Smallmouth and walleye are being caught readily on the on the humps and the breaks in rocky areas, and leeches have been a great option. We still have leeches here at the shop, and should for another couple of weeks yet. That's been a real popular bait, but, uh, you know, jigging and even casting has been productive for those fish. Are people trolling at night for the walleyes? I have heard of some people trolling, and uh, crawlers seem to be the better option uh, when you're trolling. They are getting fish down along the city shoreline. And in, in some good numbers, too. Not a lot of size. It's hard to come across illegal fish on Mendota, but uh, they are getting some walleyes, too, on Monona. Uh-huh. Any size to the smallmouths? Yeah, I just had a guy in the shop here, uh, caught one yesterday, actually uh, fishing for perch with a little cubby mini mites, but that was a 21-inch wall- or, uh, smallmouth. Wow. So beautiful fish. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yep. That's kind of like the uh, walleye fisherman who catches a 40-inch muskie. That's right. Yeah, you hear about that too, though. Yeah, for sure. You mentioned leeches. According to your report, helgramites are in short supply or non-existent this year. Yeah, it's been tough. I I get probably a dozen calls a day from folks, mm. liter- literally all around the state. I talked to a guy uh, just yesterday, called all the way from Oshkosh down here to see if I had helgramites. And actually, traditionally, I get my helgramites from a woman up in Oshkosh. Yeah. So yeah. if they don't have them in Oshkosh. I don't know where they where they have them, but uh, I know Dick Smith's over there uh, in Delafield got some random ones uh, from a, a guy that came through and had a hundred dozen. Ooh. But that's literally the only Helgramites I've heard any, from anywhere. I don't suppose they're sharing them around. <laughs> no, no, they. I'm, I I wouldn't be surprised if they're sold out because they get snatched up very very quickly. And like I said, people, I get a dozen calls a day from people all over the place looking for them. So they're, they're kind of desperate. That is the larva of a Dobson fly, if I'm not mistaken, right? It, well, it is, but the thing is, is they they aren't the the ones that you buy in a bait shop are not the larva of a Dobson fly. They're actually a larva of a dragonfly. Well, I wonder. So yeah, yeah. People, for whatever reason, call them Helgramites, even though they're dragonfly nymphs. And I just go along with it. I would. I'm kind of a bug guy, being a trout fisherman and that, and I know what a Helgramite is, and I I, I would love to correct people on that but you know you just sound like a jerk <laughs> yeah constantly telling people yep. that yep. they're wrong but uh yeah it's actually a uh, dragonfly nymph. and i've heard unrelated to fishing but i've heard that dragonfly numbers are down this year possibly because although in parts of wisconsin it's been quite wet but possibly because it's been dry in in places where there are little ponds and cattail marshes where the dragonflies breed and and where they would get the nymphs. That's right, and we've had actually um, insect numbers all across Wisconsin are down. I don't know how much you pay attention, but you know when whenever you drive up north, uh, I remember even just ten years ago, if you took a drive up north, you'd have to stop at least halfway along the way, clean your windshield off. 
I don't have to clean my windshield off anymore. There just aren't bugs out there in the numbers that they were. The local chapter of Trout Unlimited here, Southern Wisconsin Trout Unlimited, hosted Mike Miller from the DNR, who's an insect guy with them. And he's doing studies right now about the impacts of neonicotinoids on aquatic insects and how they're affecting mayfly populations. And there's some really interesting stuff and actually pretty scary stuff. And so I wouldn't be surprised if the neonicotinoid thing has a lot to do with that too. But that's yeah. a whole different conversation. Yeah, it certainly is. And yes, I have noticed fewer insects the last couple of years. I, I, I was up north last week and you're right there aren't bugs on the windshield like there used to be and that's a good thing for driving but not a good thing for most life forms that depend on insects one way or another you know whether they eat them directly or on down the chain they do right and pollinators and you know the list goes on and on so yeah hopefully uh you know mike continues his research and can kind of get to the bottom of this because something's going on that's not great and i i wouldn't be surprised if the the whole Pilgrimite, in air quotes there, uh, you know, dragonfly nymph situation isn't connected to that, too. It's a really interesting time. Yeah, and, you know, it, the deeper you dive into something like this, you realize how many things are connected. Yep. Nothing is really isolated. That's right. Yeah, it's one big, uh, big old chain, right? Yep. <laughs> a tangled web, as they say. Well, let's get back to fishing. How about uh, Monona? You mentioned um, that the bluegills are doing okay there. Deeper water, I would imagine. Yep, yeah, they're getting some bluegills uh, shallow still. And when I say shallow, I mean 10-plus feet of water. But a lot of those gills are moving out to 20 feet of water. And then once they get beyond 20 feet, they're catching them in 30 and 50 feet, but 20 feet down or so, 15 to 20 feet down. So they're suspended over deeper water. That'll be the pattern for basically the rest of the summer until things start to cool off again. Yeah, and that's the really the only bluegill fishing I've done on Monona in recent years, or not even recent years, but in many years except for ice fishing. I, you know, I drifted out there over deep water with folks from Bait Rig, Joe and Tony from, <clears throat> excuse me, from Bait Rig's tackle, and caught those suspended bluegills. It's a really relaxing way to fish and can be really effective find those fish and you just happen upon them and what you need is just a, a light breeze that just kind of pushes you along so you're not you know dragging your jig out too far but you can really get onto some fish just very relaxing nice way to do it and the wisconsin river what's going on there the flows last i checked were at about seasonal averages uh, for this time of year and you know the the dams all, all your dams pettenwell castle rock Prairie Sack Dam have all been producing a great mixed bag of fish, but smallmouth, you know, and walleye up and down the river on the downstream side of sandbars and woody areas, corners, stuff like that. Anywhere there's a little deeper water, you're likely to find fish. Now, you mentioned, if I got that right, John Lyons caught a big head carp on the Wisconsin? Yeah, that, and that's the big head carp that, uh, you know, is an invasive species that everybody's worried about. Uh, but he assured me that he does not believe that they are uh, in any kind of breeding population, and they just occur randomly. Uh, they found them in some of their surveys, and I think he actually, he didn't hook that fish like uh, in the mouth. I think he wound up snagging it, uh, fishing for walleyes up there. But yeah, they're uh, they're around and they're in there, but uh, the good news is it doesn't sound like there are any breeding populations yet. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I wondered how he caught it, because they typically don't bite lures or live right. bait. They are filter feeders of plankton and so on. Well, how about trout action? How's that been? Trout's been good around the area. Uh, you know, the, the only thing I ask is that folks watch that water temperature. If it gets over 67 degrees, you're going to want to try to find something else to do. This week should be beautiful for trout fishing. Cool evenings, cool days, beetles, crickets, ants. I had a friend uh, do really well on some small hoppers the other day. So uh, that terrestrial bite is a lot of fun, and um, it's a great time for it. Yes, it is. Absolutely. It's getting to be that time of the season. Well, before we let you go, your shop hours? Uh, we're open 6 to 6 every day, uh, except for Sunday. We close at 5, but uh, basically 6 to 6 every day. All right. Well, Pat, thanks so much for that report. We'll send folks to your website, Facebook page, and, most important, to the store. So <laughs> we'll talk to you again. Thanks so much, Dan. Always a pleasure. You bet. Pat Hasberg, the proprietor of DNS Bait Tackle and Fly Shop, on Madison's northwest side, northeast side actually, his website is dsbait.com and his Facebook page, DNS Bait and Tackle. More Outdoors Radio right after this. 
Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. If you're ever in a motor vehicle accident, call Hupe and Abraham, named Best Personal Injury Law Firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupe and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. In fact, they collect millions of dollars every month for hundreds of satisfied clients. Call the firm Voted Best and Rated Best, Hupe and Abraham, 800-800-5678, or visit Hupe. And all 11 offices of Hupe and Abraham in Wisconsin, Illinois, and Iowa are open for business. Well, joining me this week from home uh, in Wisconsin Rapids is Jeff Kelm. Uh, You must have a hard time keeping your schedule straight, or I shouldn't say that. You must work at it. (laughs) I do. I do, Dan. It's all over the place all the time. Um you know, and I got, I have multiple things, you know, so I do this radio show with you. Uh, I've got the tournaments. I do a lot of voiceover work. So, uh, there's a lot of balance in that to, you know, not over promise something like I got to get something done before I leave. It's, it's a lot of transparency with those, those clients as well. And, and so, uh, yeah, it can sometimes be a challenge, but I've been home for, uh, we, we had a week and a half here that we are home before I head out to the, uh, uh, Bass Pro Shops Cabela's National Team Championship in Mobridge, South Dakota next week. And so, um, looking forward to that. 250 teams out on Lake Oahe, uh, next week. It's going to be a lot of fun to see them catching some big fish. We've been out there at this time of year before. Uh, we, Dan, honestly, I bet we see at least one 12 pound fish come across the stage, if not more than one 12 pound fish. But we'll definitely see multiple nines and multiple tens come across the stage. And these are walleyes. Yes, walleyes, yep. Yeah, Uh, I was going to say, if it were bass, uh, (laughs) Jay Shakurit would have to go visit that lake. In fact, I think he he is fishing Oahe. Yeah, he will be fishing Oahe out of Mobridge at the end of August. So um, they're uh, going to go out there and have a good time with that because it's a bass factory out there as well. They're going to have a great time with that. Yeah, we've got him on this week's show, and he's going to give away a few secrets uh, about his Lake Ontario win, a dramatic and historic win recently there. Well, let's see, no tournament last weekend. Now, you you told me off-air, Robert is um, experiencing summer camp for the first time yeah. with the family. Right, so this is, this is a big thing. You know, we do a lot of things as a family, Dan, uh, like... We don't do anything almost outside of the family, right? We, we're almost always together. He's nine, so it's not like he's got a reason to be away from us all that often. But, um, he is at, uh, a church camp here in Wisconsin. He's enjoying that for a week. And I, I think he's getting, uh, I think it's refreshing for him being away from us. I do think he's a little homesick. Uh, we, we got a message, uh, uh, the other day that, you know, he's, at night he's going, ah, oh, I, I kind of miss, I, I kind of miss my sister. I kind of miss my dad, you know, that type of thing. But, um, we've got, uh, uh, some neat messages from him otherwise and some neat pictures. And I think he's really enjoying that time away and enjoying the camp, uh, the camp setting. And, uh, it's a little different than what he and I do. We, we've got our annual camp out coming up at the Turtle Flambeau Flowage at the, uh, near the end of August. And, uh, it's a little different than that. He's in a cabin with, I think, uh, I think there's five other boys in there and, um, it's air conditioned. He's got a couple of camp counselors that, uh, that are in there as well. And, um, 
but they've got some organized activities where they do some swimming and uh they visit uh uh some of the farms and ranches and they do they do a bunch of uh horseback riding and hiking and and it's it's a lot of fun uh, that uh that he can certainly have as long as uh he's willing and able so yeah yeah well these summer camps uh, and they are all over the country um i i never had a chance to participate in one but um because we did so much camping and fishing on our own um as a family um but dead i was uh, a camp counselor at a ymca no not ymca 4-h camp back in her early high school years and that's where she was the rifle instructor and you know we've talked about that story uh, a few times how she got that nickname dead eye by being yeah. so accurate with the rifle but those uh those camps are so well organized with activities that keep kids busy and you mentioned he's in a cabin with five other boys there are bonding opportunities that some people experience for a lifetime just yeah. because they spent a week with somebody when they were eight or ten or fourteen years old, you know, in a camp. Yeah, yeah, and it and it is really a neat opportunity. I encourage anybody that uh, has a chance. I mean, we we live out in the country, Dan, for the most part. I mean, there's not a whole lot of other kids around. He can go play in the woods anytime, and yet I still think. This is such an enriching opportunity for him to experience things he wouldn't normally get to. And you, you speak about camping when you were a kid. I was in, heavily involved in Boy Scouts and a very active troop uh, when I was younger. And so camping was just about a monthly thing, regardless of the time of year. We did plenty of winter camps and things, too. Um, and so for me, I never experienced what he's experiencing at at this type of uh, of camp setting um mine was always scout camp which is a week long event in in uh, the summertime uh we were camping in canvas tents and regardless of the weather you were you were out there um and, and I had a great time I got great memories from that too so I, I really hope he takes that same uh feeling and and memories away from something like this yeah, an air-conditioned cabin. That's uh, you know, <laughs> don't exactly rub it in. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you you can have some fun comparing your experiencing as a young scout at camp, and uh, you know, asking him the kinds of things he did, and comparing that with what you did. 25 or more years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I started, uh, started doing that math myself a little bit there, Dan. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, it, it is neat. And I was trying to, you know, I was trying to tell him before he left, like things he might be able to experience, but without ever having been at this particular camp. But, um, but it's been great. We've had great communication from the counselors and the camp. And, uh, you know, it's, it, the technology is funny. Uh, if my parents had seen what I spent my money on at the, uh, at the quartermaster store at, at scout <laughs> camp, they would have, you know, they would have blown their, their top with the amount of candy and stuff we bought. Well, this camp, we can see his purchase receipts every time he purchases something. <laughs> so yeah. I was going through, I was like, Oh, there's ice cream cone there. And there's, there's, you know, candy there. It, he's actually been really good about it. But, uh, yeah, if my parents had that technology, they would have made a call to the camp immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's a difference there. So, well, gosh, uh, I spent a couple of weeks, a uh, couple of days, it seemed like weeks, a couple of days last week musky fishing with my son John up in northern Wisconsin. We explored a small lake in the Clam Lake area, and we also fished Guile Flowage, which is over in Iron County, and I haven't fished that lake in about 40 years. I barely knew how to get there, but we we had a couple of good days bonding over not catching muskies, as we often do, but I managed to boat a 36-incher on the first of those two days. It slammed a topwater bait the year. One called the Fat Bastard, and it's a big, noisy topwater that just goes plop, 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 plop. And all of a sudden, this fish was on there. He's a 36-incher, not a big one, but exciting to catch one. John had one follow earlier in the day, and that was it. And you know what, Jeff? Um, I lost track of how many days I've musky fished this year. Uh, I've had three or four two-day outings, and every single day of those multiple days was under a cold front blue sky Mm. 15 to 20 mile an hour wind not your best conditions for muskies Um, 
you know, I got to get a cloudy, calm, or rainy day in here before <laughs> the end of the season. For sure, for sure. Yeah, it's crazy. But, you know, with uh, the rain that comes when it's not a cold front, we're still seeing lots of golden oyster mushrooms. We're getting them after every rain. Uh, it's just unbelievable. Uh, you know, the, Dan, the number it, of mushrooms. when we talk about, you know, the, the weather here, it's been a fantastic year for, for bees uh, because typically Good. we would be uh, kind of seeing what we call a dearth. You know, things kind of dry up. The clovers are done. The, you know, goldenrod hasn't started yet. Uh, but the presence of rain on a weekly basis in many of the parts of Wisconsin have really kept uh, blooms going in places that uh, we typically would see them burn up by this time. So it's really been a, a great year in that sense uh, for for many of uh, the bee species, not just honeybees um, and their, their survival and uh, the other thing is, is if you had your food plots in already, Dan, yeah, you're yeah. gonna that that's gonna be great for you. And I'm I'm about ready to get mine in. I just sent my uh, soil samples to uh, Rock River Laboratories in Watertown, and um, they're doing the soil sample for me to to uh, take a look at what I've got to do in my backyard to get that plot um, as perfect as we can. And uh, I'm hoping that the rain, the weekly rains continue <laughs> once I start planting. My guess is I will be what causes the rain to stop. I'm sorry, we're ready <laughs> to the state of Wisconsin. As soon yeah. as I plant here in a couple weeks, it'll stop. But, um, <laughs> but it has been good so far. Well, good, good. And folks, there's a new DNR webinar series for new hunters. I don't know if you saw that, Jeff. It kicked off this week on Thursday night. Uh, it's called Wanna Go Hunting. And if you miss it live, you can watch it anytime on the DNR YouTube channel, which is WIDNRTV. Um, I think they're going to continue that series throughout the summer and fall. And if you're hearing this show before noon on Saturday, I'm, I'm speaking at 2 o'clock on Saturday at the Wisconsin chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers Rendezvous at Horicon Marsh Bowman. You can learn more at backcountryhunters.org. I'm on it too, but there are other speakers before me and other activities, so hope some of the folks make it out there. And coming up next Wednesday, or a week from Wednesday, August 10th, at 7 p.m., I'm talking at the historic West Bend Theater in West Bend. Of course, 50 years of outdoor Wisconsin is my topic. Uh, gonna have some fun with that. Tickets are only 10 bucks. You can find out more information at rootsbranches.org. Well, coming up, We'll talk with Jay Shakurit. I mentioned him earlier about his recent win at a Bassmasters Elite Tournament in New York where he caught a four-day bag of 102 pounds, nine ounces of smallmouth. Range of Richfield President Jim Bobby Ash tells us what's coming up in August at the range. And DeerFest promoter Hugh McAlone shares highlights of next weekend's DeerFest at Washington County Fair Park in West Bend. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nesita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. Here's a message from our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. We at Remy Battery Company want to thank all of our customers and friends we have made over the past 90-plus years and your continued support of our local, family-owned company. Stop in and see the expertise of over nine decades of battery knowledge and customer service. Let us take care of the batteries for all of your needs, from power tools to sump pumps and ATVs to hunting decoys, even down to the smallest hearing aids, big and small, we have them all. Stop in for a free battery and electrical check before you hit the road, trails, or waters. Don't forget to ask your sales representatives about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. Get outside and let us be your guide. Florence K. 
County, Wisconsin. Are you looking for a safe Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land with 160 miles of wooded ATV trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to hike to, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to the ExploreFlorenceCounty.com lodging, dining, and recreation tabs to plan your trip. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. DeerFest is coming to the Washington County Fair Park very soon, August 5th through the 7th. And you can learn more online at DeerFest.com. But joining us now to tell us everything you need to know about DeerFest, including some new stuff, is DeerFest promoter Hugh McAlone. Well, Hugh, it's good to talk to you again. Thanks for joining us. Oh, likewise. Always great to chat DeerFest. Yeah, and speaking of DeerFest, this is, what number is it, uh, 12? Or well, this is, <laughs> yeah, it's our 12th event. should be uh, 13, but we had a little skip there in 2020 to this thing called COVID. Most people are through it, believe they are anyway, and you are up and running, and DeerFest is a go. So tell us what's going on. First of all, um, it's three days, Friday through Sunday, right? Yes, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday we're open 2 to 9, Saturday is 10 to 7, and Sunday is 10 to 4. Okay. There's a lot going on. Uh, one of the main things is exhibitors. People can talk to exhibitors throughout the deer hunting industry, covering all kinds of things about deer, um, food plots and calls and uh, hunting styles and videos and all that kind of stuff. So what do you got going as far as exhibitors is concerned? You, you say you name it, we got it, and you know there's uh, you can talk about just about anything. But I'm honest with everybody. You know, like we've mentioned that ugly word COVID in the past, and when we bounced back last year, Deer Fest was a good event. Attendance, people were eager. They came out, and you know, I think they had fun. But our exhibitor count is still building back to its peak heyday levels from after the COVID. But uh, we've got all the right people there this year. You know, we got Faradine Outdoors, which. Uh, you know, that's the umbrella company for the biggest company in outdoors. That's Rage, that's Muzzy, that's Covert, that's Block, that's True Fire. They're all there. We got Browning Trail Cameras there. We got the bull companies, Hoyt, Matthews, Bowtech, Gearhead. Yeah, you know, so we got all the right people there. You know, if there's anything you want to talk about deer hunting, you'll be able to talk about it there. All right. And Free Bow Friday is back. What's that all about? Yeah, you come bring your bow on Friday. We've got three archery courses set up where you can shoot. There, there's challenges. Uh, we've got some great prizes this year from Vortex Optic. Beast Mode Challenge has got two courses set up, and then the Raise That Full Draw people have the pop-up course. Bring your bow on Friday. Admission is free. Go out and shoot the courses. Have fun. Win some prizes. Now, what if somebody is a hunter but not a target shooter? Uh, do they have any chance of competing, or are you just there for fun? chance because uh, bows have to be hunting bows. Uh, you're not going to see anybody there with that seven foot long stabilizer. Okay. <laughs> this is for hunting bows and you know the, the courses are open all three days. It's just that you get in free on Friday yep. and then we're doing something a little different this year that I think people will be amused by. At the end of each day we're going to have a contest. We've got Team Chase Nation, the TV show from right down there in the West Bend area. Team Whitetail Adrenaline, you know, everybody knows Jared Scheffler and his crew for their videos. Then there's Team Deerfest. Uh, myself and our staff, we're going to embarrass ourselves as well, so people come be able to watch that on the archery courses, have a little fun. Cool, cool. And then you've got a live auction going on on Sunday. Uh, that live auction is, uh, I tell people, your best chance every year to get a great deal on something. There's a unbelievable lineup of product this year, headlined by Beretta. 
if anybody's looking for a pistol, there's going to be a pile of Beretta pistols there, and no matter what you pay for it, you're going to get an immediate rebate for $100. Wow. So it's just an awesome, awesome deal if you're looking for a pistol. Bows, uh, you know, from all of the major companies, salesman samples, trail cameras, clothing, firearms, ammunition. It really is a can't-miss event. It's one of the most popular things we do at DeerFest every year, and that starts Sunday. The preview is at 11. Live bidding starts at 12. Cool. Uh, what else is going on that people who haven't been in a while might find attractive and well, make, the, might bring them in? The top reason to come this year is you have a chance to win a guided whitetail hunt. Wow. On Friday, we're giving away a hunt in Wisconsin, and that's actually going to be with myself and my staff on our personal Deerfest trophy properties. That's a five-day hunt. Saturday, we're giving away a hunt in Kansas with Pipe Creek Outfitters. And Sunday, we're giving away a hunt in Illinois with Bullseye Outdoors. Honestly, these are a chance to win three hunts in a lifetime. Uh, you know, we've got good stuff here in Wisconsin, but what they've got at Pipe Creek in Kansas, in Kansas and then Illinois, somebody legitimately will have a chance to harvest a 200-inch fair chase whitetail. Wow. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> that's certainly worth uh, the price of admission. And Absolutely. you've got some <laughs> you've got some great seminars. Yeah, seminars, you know, we always try to fill in. We've got, uh, it probably highlighted the most popular every year is the dogs. And we've got Wisconsin deer trackers out there. They're going to talk about how to train your dog to track wounded deer. And then also their services and how their dogs work. So bloodhound tracking has become one of the most the hotbeds in the entire hunting industry right now. So those guys are going to be out there. Like I mentioned previously, uh, Whitetail uh, Addiction and Chase Nation, they're both very popular TV shows. They're going to be doing seminars with all of their staff and celebrities. And then we've got, got the, the food plot management and managing your land, using 4T elements for success. So yeah, there's a, a good opportunity to learn this year at DeerFest. Okay. And if folks don't come with a bow on Friday or come on the uh, weekend, what's the cost of admission? The cost of admission is just $10. We lowered the price this year. We want to get people out, want them to have fun. It's $10. Kids 12 and under are free. Oh, that's a deal. All right. Anything else people ought to know? Come on out and have fun. You know, we've got really good food. Outdoor Addiction uh, makes us homemade burgers and brats. We've got a flavored brat, a regular brat, with great burgers. Uh, and if you want an adult beverage, there'll be plenty of Budweiser products there. All right. Well, Hugh, thanks so much. I'll let you get back to your planning, and we'll... Hope to send a lot of our listeners there to DeerFest. So have a great show. Thank you. We'd love to see everybody. All right. Hugh McAlone is the promoter of DeerFest, the 12th annual DeerFest coming up August 5th through 7th in West Bend at Washington County Fair Park. You can learn more. You can buy advance tickets online at DeerFest.com. And don't forget, bring your bow on Friday. You get in free. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Listen to more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Thanks for joining us on Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. The Range of Richfield is your ultimate shooting experience. Located on Helson Drive, just north of the Richfield Cabela's store where highways 41 and 45 split, and on the web at therangewi.com. The Range of Richfield is open daily, except Mondays. And joining me now to talk about what's going on this coming month at the Range is Range of Richfield President Jim Bobbyash. Jim, welcome back, and thanks for joining us again. Hi, Dan. It's always a pleasure getting a chance to chat with you, so I look forward to this every month. It's fun, because you've always got good things going on. How was July? July was uh, amazing, amazingly busy. We have lots of folks coming in taking advantage of our $10 Wednesdays. Uh-huh. It's one of our, our summer specials. So we have uh, all the lanes, both standard and premium, for only $10. Wow. Which, yeah, it's a really good deal. And Wednesdays do fill up. And then on Thursdays, we actually have free gun rental day. Uh-huh. So you come in and rent a lane, and you can go get a, one of the guns out of our rental, and you get to try it for free. People are t- it's, it's really cool because they come in, they try the gun, and they like it, and they buy it. 
that promotion does work. So I'm really pleased. And not only that, but people are buying guns that they're going to keep and use. And that's the most important thing because they like the way it feels in their hand and they like the way it shoots. Yep. And speaking of guns, do you have a decent supply? We have a great supply. We've got Glocks, Smith & Wesson, Easy's, Hellcat, Springfields, the Saints, you name it. Our shelves haven't looked this good in 18 months. And they continue to send us more product. And believe it or not, they're actually starting to do some deals. Now, we haven't seen that word or heard that word in two years. Yeah. So, so I think gun supplies are getting back to where they should be. So, you know, if you're interested, come on in and talk about it, because I think we're going to see some good stuff happening. Okay. How about ammo? Ammo is getting much better. I still can't sell it out the door, but I've got a, a, a new distributor that's uh, tempting me to buy a, a, a pallet, because the price is fairly attractive. And that's a, like a pallet of nine, and that's maybe something we would put uh, on sale and just out the door. You don't have to do anything else but come in and buy it. We're kind of kicking that around. But the point here is that it's becoming more and more available, and that's so important. Good. Well, August, coming up in a couple of days, is National Shooting Sports Month, and I imagine you're going to be celebrating that in some way or other. Oh, yeah. We've been doing this now for several years. The National Shooting Sports Month celebrates the passion we all have for target shooting and a pastime that provides a lifetime of enjoyment that we can share with family and friends. You know, at the same time, it reminds the public that shooting is safe, it's fun, and it's enjoyed by millions of Americans and provides excellent opportunity for increasing the shooting sports participation through fun events and activities held at ranges and retail stores across the country like we're doing. So we do have some coming up this month, and I, I think they're pretty cool, and I'd be happy to talk about them. You bet. August 2nd through the 7th is Buddy Week. So bring in a friend, and the two of you shoot for only $20, savings of $10. You will also get a free NSSM challenge target. And if you have the highest score all week, you will win an NSSM swag bag that will include a range logo shirt, a hat, a range bag, a towel, and a box of 9mm ammo, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Yes. NSSM means National Shooting Sports <laughs> Month. Right. So then uh, we also have, for kids, kids 7 to 14 shoot free with an adult every Tuesday in August. They also get a free NSSM target and a chance to win an NSSM swag bag. Mm -hmm. So uh, kids will be split into two groups from 7 to 12 and then 13 to 17. The younger ones aren't quite as experienced, so that's why we group it in that fashion. Got it. Okay. So a uh, guy can come in with his buddy, but what about couples? We have a date night for couples. And that'll be on August 11th and 18th. Again, couples shoot for $20, and that includes the same challenge target and a chance to win the swag bag. Mm -hmm. Nice. Which is great. Yep. And then we've got a, a ladies' weekend, August 20th and 21st. Ladies shoot for $10 an hour, and that again includes a target and a chance for the swag bag. The boys' weekend is August 27th and 28th, same as the girls. So it looks like we'll be giving away a lot of swag bags over the next month, and we're happy to do that, and, and we, I hope folks stop in and try your luck. Reservations are highly recommended this month due to a limited lane availability. We are planning on changing out our standard lanes. We are going to go from the steel containment traps to rubber traps. Uh, so the lanes will be closed from August 9th through the 28th so that we can upgrade to these traps, which will give us a, a bright new look, and it'll be a lot quieter. Six lanes will still be available. You can shoot, you know, on the premium lanes like you always did, and we will allow rifles, I think, up to a two two three. So come on in and try. should have some fun. Great, great. And you've got classes starting up too, right? Yeah, we've got a few this month. Uh, we've got Wisconsin Kinseal Carry class on Thursday, August 21st. Our next first shot class is Wednesday, August 24th. And on August 18th is our basic draw from the holster. So, uh, again, if you're interested in any of those, come on in. We'll be, this, this list will start, really start growing in September and October. So we, we, we've kind of uh, cut it back a little bit now because of the summer months and vacations and everything else. Sure. And people can sign up online, right? Oh, they certainly can. Sign up online. It's not a problem at all. Any specials? We do. We have a couple of gun specials. Get a free gold card. And a gold card is a card that allows you to have free shooting, uh, six for five or whatever they have that worked out. So it's worth $125. So if you, if you come in, you get a $125 gift card and a box of 9mm ammo when you purchase either a Smith & Wesson Easy or a Glock 48. 
the dates for the easy are from the 16th to the 28th, and for the Glock, it's from the uh, 2nd to the 14th. Come on and try it out. Take a look at them. Okay, and folks need a place to store guns, so what do you got for us there? We have a ton of safes, and we've got some more coming in, so stop in and check them out. I think we have savings up to $500 uh, on select safes, so you know, come in and take a look. Also, if you purchase a safe and or a gun during August, you will automatically get entered into a drawing for a free individual membership for the year. So another little perk that we're kind of throwing out there at this time. Wow, okay. Well, how about your consignment gun uh, situation? You told us about that. Gosh, it's been a while since we talked about it. So how's that going? That is going absolutely crazy. It's exploding. Brian is doing a wonderful job uh, handling this for us. Dan, we even had a gentleman that stopped in last week to check us out. He heard us talking about this on the show, and he wanted to learn more. I am happy to report that he liked what he heard, and we are now in the process of helping him sell his guns. You have to realize that we're not just selling them out of the store. All the guns that we take in, we're putting on gunbroker.com. So it has a huge audience. And Brian takes some wonderful pictures and makes beautiful descriptions, posts them online. They go on auction. And nine times out of ten, he's getting well over the price we thought we'd get for it because the way he places the, the gun and the descriptions. If you have some guns that you're not using anymore, bring them in. We'll basically tell you what we think they're worth. Your, your choice whether or not you want to sell them or you want we're, we're happy to help you uh, you know it, it's a great way to earn some extra cash for those guns you don't use or shoot anymore so come on in and let us help you fight inflation all right and if folks just want to talk about guns or have some questions about guns you're always open to conversation we are and again I'm blessed with some really great people that really know what they're talking about and now with the addition of Brian who really understands guns he's a historian when it comes to guns so Yep, come on in. We'd love to talk to you about it. All right. Well, Jim, we'll catch up with you at the end of August, talking about September. But meanwhile, have a great month. And folks, go on down and talk to Jim and the other folks there at the Range of Richfield. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. All right. We'll talk to you again in a month. That was Jim Bobby Ash, president of the Range of Richfield, located on Helson Drive, just north of the Richfield Cabela's store, where highways 41 and 45 split, and on the web at the Range. WI.com. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the disruption camo pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Castle Rock and Petenwell are two of Wisconsin's largest inland lakes. With more than 60 square miles of water, they offer four seasons of outdoor fun. Halfway between the Twin Cities and Chicago, and just minutes from Wisconsin Rapids and the Dells, you'll enjoy family-friendly resorts and campgrounds, great fishing, bike trails, county, state, and national parks, and the Nesita National Wildlife Refuge. Learn more at castlerock-petenwell.com or on Facebook at Castle Rock Petenwell Lakes Association. 
Get outside and let us be your guide. Lawrence County, Wisconsin. Are you looking for a safe Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land with 160 miles of wooded ATV trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to hike to, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to the ExploreFlorenceCounty.com lodging, dining, and recreation tabs to plan your trip. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small, and joining me now is Jay Shakurit. He's from Stevens Point, Wisconsin, and at the age of 23, he's the youngest angler to ever win a Bassmaster Elite Series event, and he did it in style winning the event earlier this month in New York on the St. Lawrence River in Lake Ontario with a record four-day bag of 20 smallmouths weighing 102 pounds and 9 ounces. Well, Jay, thanks for joining us, and welcome to the Outdoors Radio Network. Thanks for having me, Dan. You bet. Now, congratulations on your big win. I'm sure you've been hearing that from a lot of folks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been uh, a pretty crazy last week here, and uh, wow. Just a whirlwind of emotions. I'll bet. And $100,000, not a bad haul for a week of yeah. work. And, and, uh, for a week of fishing. Yeah, well, for you it's work. <laughs> right, yeah. But, but is it work? I mean, you're a, a, a young professional angler. Your dad, Jason, is a well-established tournament walleye angler. Do you see it as work, or are you having fun, or a combination? It's a combination of both. I mean, some tournaments it seems like work. Some tournaments it seems like fun. A lot of stress, a lot of money that goes into it, but all in all, I love doing it. Well, had you ever fished the St. Lawrence and Lake Ontario before the uh, Elite Tournament? No, that was my uh, first trip there, and it ended up pretty good. I guess so. How did you do it? I was just going to fish Lake Ontario for the most part, because I have more experience around the Sturgeon Bay area and and fishing lakes in general other than the river inside there because the river has a lot more current and things that I might not understand as well and I knew the lake had a lot bigger fish in it so I decided to stay in the lake and I found two key spots in practice and those two key spots held up for four days of the tournament and I caught all my weight off of two spots that were about 15 miles apart from each other and I caught all my fish using a uh, a drop shot for smallmouth, and yeah, the rest is history. I guess. Now, you had your sights uh, set on a couple of rivals from Ontario, the Johnston brothers, yeah. Corey and Chris. And, and Corey also caught 100 pounds of fish and finished second, while Chris finished sixth. So um, is that a pretty serious rivalry? Oh, yeah. They always come over to Sturgeon Bay, and they beat up on us a little bit in the spring tournaments over there. So I guess this was a little bit of payback for uh, for them coming over and taking our money all the time. If there's anyone you got your eyes on coming into the final day of a smallmouth tournament, I mean, those guys are the best of the best, and, you know, they prove to be that every every time they go there. How did they fish? Were they doing something similar? They were, yeah. We were all doing pretty similar things on the lake. It was just a matter on the caliber of fish you were around and how many of them you were around. I mean, there's fish everywhere on that lake. It's just a matter of staying around the four and a half to six pound class fish to get over that hundred pound mark. But yeah, I mean, they were fishing pretty similar shallow. They were doing a lot of drop shotting too. Um, nothing super deep. It was still decently early in the year. I mean, it's for over there, middle of July is you're just starting to get into that like summer transition period, that time of the year. We were doing all pretty similar stuff. Now your dad is a well-known walleye tournament angler, as I mentioned, two-time FLW Angler of the Year. Why did you go pro with bass instead of walleye? I don't know. It was just when I was at that certain age when I decided what I wanted to fish for. I, for whatever reason, like bass fishing. It seemed to intrigue me a little bit more, and I just enjoyed the techniques more. Also, at the time, I enjoyed fishing for them because when I started growing up, right when I got into like the late high school years, that's when the whole high school bass fishing deal took off, and the college fishing and all that took off. And 
I think that I play that a part into the reason why I started bass fishing too, because there was way more opportunities tournament wise at my age for bass fishing. Uh huh. I find bass easier to catch. Do you? Yeah, I mean they are at certain times. I find them easier to catch, but I find them harder to catch as many as you can to get the right five at certain times. There's nothing to catch 20, 30 bass in a day, but if you're not catching the right size bass, that's the hard part. Whereas walleye fishing, obviously, is it's definitely tougher. I mean, there's a lot more that goes into walleye fishing, a lot more gear, a lot more equipment, electronics. Yeah, that stuff gets pretty technical, but bass fishing can get pretty technical, too. Now, how many bass did you catch in those four days on yeah. top of the 20 you kept? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I probably caught well north of 100 fish over four days. I probably had... I probably had close to 150 fish, I'd like to say, over the course of four days of fishing. Maybe not that many, maybe 125, somewhere in that range. You didn't count them? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) And was there a marked difference between the five-pounders you kept and the rest of them? It seemed like the five-pounders you did catch were all together in one group. There would be groups of fish that were just bigger than others and when you could find that you'd want to catch as many as you can out of that group before you lost contact with them and what i say by that is before you lost them you know in a school because one of the schools of fish i was fishing for was hundreds of smallmouths and within those hundreds of smallmouths there would be dedicated schools that would be bigger than other schools so you know, it got kind of tricky at, at some times, but, you know, I worked out. I guess it did. So you went straight from the St. Lawrence to Orlando for ICAST, yeah. which for folks who don't know what that stands for, it's the International Convention of Allied Sport Fishing Trades. What was that like as a big winner walking into ICAST? Yeah, that was crazy. I had so many congratulations from people I've never met before and just wanting to take pictures with me and getting autographs, like, especially just coming from last year where I wasn't even fishing the Elite Series or I really wasn't really anybody anybody knew about. And to go from that to this so fast was uh, was really eye-opening just to see how many people were actually watching me fish out there. You know, and ICAST was good. I got to meet a bunch of people, shake a bunch of hands, and, yeah, it was a good time. Well, now you got to keep that streak going. Yeah, I know. I kind of set the bar a little bit high. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a like a twelve year old shooting a ten point uh, buck on right, on, exactly, yeah. on her first outing. You know, I I yeah. know uh, I know young women who've done that, and you know yeah. what we usually tell them is you're not going to do that again. <laughs> yeah, right. But you hope That's to, exactly. of course. I hope so. Yeah, we'll see. I got two good tournaments coming up, Lake Oahe in a couple of weeks and lacrosse to finish out the year. So those, those are two places I've been to before, and I'm excited to, to get there. And lacrosse is river fishing, of course, unless you go up into Alaska, You can go up into the lake, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's still mostly all river fishing there. And that's how I grew up fishing, you know. I grew up, I grew up in Stevens Point fishing the Wisconsin River my whole life. I like that kind of fishing, and then I like the fishing I did last week. Yeah, I'm sure you do. So, well, uh, Jay, listen, thanks so much for taking time out of what must be yeah. a pretty busy schedule. Now, I'm sure this isn't the first interview you've done oh, after yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And we'll keep an eye on you and uh, wish you the best of luck in the rest of your tournaments this year and in the future as well. All right. Thank you very much for having me on. You bet. Jay Shakurit, the recent winner of a Bassmaster Elite Series event in upstate New York with a 102 pounds, 9 ounce, 4 day bag of 20 smallmouths, a record bag, and it may stand for a while because uh, 20 pound, 25 pounders are hard to come by. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. 
Pappas Trading Post is Southern Wisconsin's number one Matthews and Mission archery retailer. Located just west of Arena on Highway 14, they have a full-service pro shop, a 40-yard indoor range, a large selection of archery accessories, and a full assortment of Matthews apparel. Their expert staff can tune your bow for top performance. Gear up for bow season at Pappas Trading Post. Look for the two giant arrows and stop at Pappas Trading Post on Highway 14 west of Arena or visit PappasTradingPost.com. Since our inception, Huntworth has worked relentlessly to incorporate innovative technologies and forward-thinking design into affordable camouflage apparel. Our gear, designed with the Disruption Camo Pattern, utilizes computer-generated graphics featuring a high level of random and abstract visual noise to help you remain undetected in the environment. So whether you need the latest in hunting gear technology or clothing that just simply fits your lifestyle, Huntworth Gear is what you're looking for. HuntworthGear.com. That's HuntworthGear.com. If your rifle, shotgun, handgun, or muzzleloader needs work this season, call Roger Williams at Northern Magnetic, LLC. A licensed professional gunsmith for over 35 years, Roger can repair, customize, rebarrel, install sights and scope mounts, and more on all firearms, makes, and models. When you need a professional gunsmith, call Roger at 262-339-1798 or visit FixGuns.com. That's 262-339-1798 or FixGuns.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Kelm. We're brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com. They got great deals on new and used boats, so check out their website and Facebook page for details. Uh, we're also brought to you by Castle Rock and Pete and Well Lakes Association. 60 square miles of fun on the water, castlerock-petenwell.com, and by Huntworth Gear, high-tech camo wear at a price you can afford, huntworthgear.com. Our TV show, Outdoor Wisconsin, is in repeats because uh, Milwaukee PBS is not producing any new shows now, and if you miss it or if it's not on in your area, you can always watch past episodes online at milwaukeepbs.org. And the Deer Hunt Wisconsin show, past deer shows from the last several years. They're all archived on the Deer Hunt Wisconsin YouTube channel. Missed anything on today's show? Maybe you tuned in a little late, or you just want to take us with you throughout your week, you can log on to lake-link.com. Go to the outdoor radio section of the website, and you can download this show and past shows as well and listen at your leisure. Follow Dan on social media throughout the week at Dan Small Outdoors. Follow me at Hardwater Jeff. A couple of calendar items, our friends at Ballard's Black Island Resort up in Lake of the Woods on the Ontario side of that big sprawling lake. They're offering a two-for-one summer deal. This is a great opportunity for an incredible fishing experience for a couple, father-son, father-daughter, a couple of buddies. It might not be offered again, but it's offered this year, so take advantage of this two-for-one opportunity If you want to learn more, go to blackisland.com and tell them you heard about it on Outdoors Radio. The Wisconsin chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers Rendezvous is today for most listeners, July 30th. I will be there at 2 o'clock, but there are a number of speakers ahead of me. So come early and stay. Hope to see you there. Details at backcountryhunters.org. I'm also talking Wednesday, August 10th at 7 p.m. at the historic West Bend Theater in downtown West Bend. Details on that at rootsbranches.org. I've also posted on about both of those events on the Outdoor News Wisconsin Facebook page. So if you just type in Outdoor News-Wisconsin on Facebook, you'll find out much more about those. bunch of Becoming an Outdoors Woman events coming up in August and September and beyond. And there's an archery and shotgun clinic August 13th at the Hartford Conservation Club. Kayaking in the Apostle Islands, August 25th through 28th. That same weekend, 27th and 28th, Dutch oven cooking. And in September the 24th, a shooting sports fun day at Isaac Walton League in Stevens Point. For details on all of these and to sign up, Search online for Becoming an Outdoors Woman, Wisconsin. You'll find out how to get there. 
it's a very long uh, URL for the, the website. So just search Becoming an Outdoors Woman. Our theme music is by Warren Nelson. You can hear more of his tunes at warrennelson.com. I'm Dan Small here with Jeff Kelm. No tournament this weekend, Jeff, but next weekend you're off again. I'm off and away, and August is busy. All right. Well, get outside, folks, this weekend, and be sure to join us again next week for Outdoors Radio. When the loon cries, lover, in the blue north wind, I'll be trolling home to you. When my wrist gets a little chilly on the gunnel, when my lazy Ike is just too lazy to lure, when the worms go dry. Coffee can, honey. I'll be true.